and everybody has it back again. Don't take no mess at the rose garden. Jesus, they're on fire. They're what we desire. The men in black can handle it. Other teams can scrapple it. How they win that game today? There's just one thing you can say. How does somebody shoot that three? Believe it, it ain't easy. How did Brian jump so sweet? Believe it, it ain't easy. It's the flying dot that's in your lap. Danny, thank you for doing this. It's been... Was the last time you and I did this, uh, the broadcast thing? I think so. I think... I know, because I was on Jack Ramsey's, like, after the preseason. Yeah, we've done a couple since, like, back and forth, and then we had the... The whole will the broadcast team travel? I think that was the last time you were on here. Yeah, I think I think so, dude. It's... Like, there's so many I, I lose track. I think that's how this works now. Is it all kind of blends into one? Yeah, and especially, especially right like now that the season is starting, like the days are all running together, and uh, oh. <laughs> especially and especially you didn't you didn't travel for the for the holidays, did you? No, thank God. Does this happen to you? The longer you cover a team, and like the more you're around it the less you know what games and what days are what. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I right. I've I I think it's been probably 10 years since I've had any concept of space-time continuum what day of the week the it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like and even even like I should I should know the whole schedule off the top of my head, but I had to think like okay, so they've got Golden State and then the game next week is Detroit and then the road trip is what and then like yeah. It's just I'm surprised every time I look at the schedule. Like, oh, that game's coming up. It just it all blends together now. That's especially this far into the season. It's it's dumb. What are we? Game thirty three. Game thirty four. Thirty. Right, right. About right, to right. be about the Golden State is about to be thirty five. Okay, so we're six games away from mid season. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, no, that feels weird. And it we still, weird. and it's still in the in the in the stage. I feel like with this team, and this is probably where we should start. Of. Mm-hmm. I think we I think we had all been saying that we had hoped that like by Christmas we'd have some sort of idea of what mm-hmm. things are. Do you also still feel like you don't have that much of an idea of where things are cuz I'm kind of that's kind of where I am. Yeah, um in in all honesty, I talked to a few people within the organization over the last couple of days and they wish they had more time before the trade deadline coming up here uh in what 45 6 days. weeks or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So, and a lot of that has to do with, and in, it's not just what where they're currently at. We're basically man number six, seven, and eight in Monsieur Little, Justice Winslow, and Gary Payton the second are all out. Which we'll they've, get to, by the way. Yes, but they've missed Dame. They've yeah. missed Nurk. They've missed Jeremy. They've missed Josh. Ants missed Ants a couple. Missed a couple. Like literally every single rotation player has missed time. And they've had very, they, they haven't had one game this season with their top eight because Gary hasn't played yet. Dame and Ant have had, I want to say 15 or 17 games together, like where the rotation is mostly there, but still not quite. So that my feeling, and, and I think the organization's feeling is that while they've seen some stuff in there, I, I think they're, there's one thing I know they're certain of that they believe in Anthony and mm-hmm. that they believe in Jeremy Grant. Like the, the two big additions to this, right. to this team, 
those are two things they are a hundred percent sold on and, and and believe will be blocks going forward i think Other to a that, lesser extent eh. you can i think to a lesser extent you can put shaden in that category too i think they oh feel, yes yes i think they i think they feel like they like they're I know he's you know he's had an up and down rookie season looked awesome at the beginning of the year and then you know he's hit kind of a wall the so far uh like the last month or so but I think they feel like they made the right call with that draft pick and they sure. feel like he's somebody that you know barring I don't know Kevin Durant revisiting his trade request they 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 feel like he's somebody that they they want to keep around yeah I I would I would say that for the most part Shaden Sharp figures. 99.9% into their plans going forward. Like the, yes. I think the, the line you draw for Shaden Sharp not factoring into things, the trailblazers in the immediacy or the long term is if an all NBA guy who matches the timeline becomes right. available. Like right. that's, and again, that's a pretty significant line to cross. Right. Right. And I, I, I thought it was interesting what Chauncey said today at practice, which you and I were both at when mm-hmm. I asked him just the kind of about Shaden's progress. He had a, he had a line that I really liked, which is, he eats what he kills, which is basically yeah. just like the way it's kind of been is that Chauncey will put him in the first half and get, you know, mm-hmm. have his usual first half shift. And that's kind of moved up, especially now that Justice Winslow is out for a while. And uh, then Chauncey said, like, if, if he doesn't like what he saw from Shade in the, in the first half, he's not going to play him in the second half. That's, I, I, it's, the, it's the Noah Vonley Memorial minutes that, that Stotts used to have where he oh, got yeah. – he got those six minutes in the first half of the starting lineup always because physical profile, right? Yeah. And and Shaden, I think, is very much the same thing. Now, Vonley was a little bit further along in the process and really not – it was more of a home run swing. Let's see if, like, he figures some stuff out. Uh-huh. With Shaden, it's like, let's see if he figures some stuff out and we can continue building on it. And I, I talked to folks in the organization that even though he has struggled over the last couple of weeks with his shot, they're not worried about the offense. Nobody in the organization is worried about Shaden Sharp's offense. For him, or for them, I think they're looking at him, and, and Chauncey alluded to this today, yeah. it's the little stuff. It's being in the right spot at the right time, making the right reads. And for a 19-year-old kid who didn't play college basketball, he has some good nights and he has some bad nights. And they're a team that uh, Josh Hurt talked about today. They've lost some games that they should not have lost. And they're in the business of winning games. And Chauncey, as much as everybody talked about Chauncey being willing to play the the young guys and how different that is from Terry, now that it's like, oh, we need to win some games, you can see Chauncey going, well, maybe I can maybe I can shorten the range, shorten the leash a little bit on on second half shade minutes if he doesn't have it. Chauncey kind of alluded to that today too. I mean, not not just so. First of all, he said that the last two days in practice, Shaden has looked. He said incredible on both yeah. ends. So, which he should because he has tools that can just do right. stuff. Right. Right. But he also said that, and he said this straight up, which is just that there's a reason a lot of coaches don't play young guys if they're trying to win because at a certain point you rely on the guys that you feel like you can trust. And right now that's, you know, Josh Hart. And that's, uh, it was Justice start, Winslow. It's up a until... starting lineup in Justice. That's really right. what it is. And I now Justice, like, too. yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, and now with Justice, like they said a couple days ago that he's going to be out for, or that he's going to be reevaluated uh-huh. in two weeks. I, you and I, I think have both seen his ankle and you've seen the walking boot. We've seen the crutches. The crutches I don't yeah. think he's going to be back in two weeks. I listen. I'm going to go on the on the long run here. I'm going to say he's out until All-Star. I think that's reasonable. I He may come back before that, but you're talking like probably a couple days before that. And then Just, at that point, like why, why would why you play, even? Why play him? 
Yeah. Like let let him let him get the two more weeks of rest that he'll get. And, and listen, that's that's not a small thing for Portland because without Justice, without Gary, without Nas, they are without all of their like premium depth off the bench. Like Shaden is the only like the only other guy. You're looking at Shaden and Keon, like, and again, both hyper athletic. They've got some toolsy stuff, but they're both number kids. one, they're both kids. Number two, neither of them are that big. Like right. you, Nas is 225, 230. Justice is 230. GP's like 225 and one of the meanest on-ball dudes in the league. Like they are losing some juice physically. And one of the things that Chauncey has harped on the, the defensive focus over the last couple of weeks is number one, their communication, number two, their physicality. And they just don't have the bodies and the dudes to be physical without and justice, I, I think, is a big tone setter. I mean, realistically. Your your physical guys, quote unquote, are right, right now that are active are Josh, Jeremy to an extent, Nurk and probably Drew. And how many of those guys are Drew's undersized, Josh's undersized, Nurk is what night is it? Right. So their their physicality has to come from places that's maybe not quite as normal or quite as natural within the lineup. I wonder if we're gonna see any Jabari Walker during this stretch. I I think they'll toy with it. One thing that Chauncey has already done is he has shown, and I, I asked him about the lineups at practice today, uh-huh. and he said that was the like the hardest thing for him right now was trying to figure out what to do with the lineups because he's missing again six, seven, and eight, and really all your wing versatility. So they've gone to this this bench group right of Ant, Keon, Shaden at times, and Trendon and Drew, and it's like. Eh. You got to squint to see it. That's a lot of youth and not a lot of shooting. Jabari's looked pretty plug and play every time he's been out there. I think the hesitation, the, the, the thing about a Jabari is this is where Jabari and Shaden, I think are different. I think Jabari is better right now in the sense of like knowing where to be, how to be, who to be, but he's not delivering. Whereas Shaden maybe is a little bit shakier on the who, what, when, where, why, but his delivery is so wow over the top, whether it's a up and under reverse, a put back dunk or rebound out of right. nowhere. Jabari's is much more muted, but the problem is he's in the right spot. He's taking the right shot. He's not hitting. He's in the right spot for a rebound, but he's just not quite physical enough to beat out, you know, the, the starting big he may be going up against. So he's got a, I think mentally he's in the right spaces. I think physically he's got to deliver. And I think Chauncey's probably going to at least try a little bit more with Jabari in the next couple of weeks. I mean, mostly because he has to, <laughs> but I think the other part of that is Jabari is at least shown. And I think this, most coaches would be like along these lines of he at least has shown that he is in the right places. And it's a lot easier to convince yourself as a coach. I mean, let's, let's look back at last year who was getting minutes and putting up, trillion stat lines over and over again, but not making mistakes. Right. Like that's, that's the thing is, is, you know, I think if you look at it, Chauncey will go towards a guy who won't make a mistake a little bit more, even if they aren't delivering. We should probably talk and I'm going to write this for tomorrow. We should talk about the Gary Payton thing because it's gotten to a point now where, you know, you, you and I, I think both on our respective uh, platforms have mm. been saying, have been basically saying everything's fine up until, you know, a certain point. You know, I think, I think both of us had kind of heard that Thanksgiving was when they had been shooting to yeah. bring him back. 
And so then uh, the last real official update that we've gotten about him was November 18th. And they said then that he would be reevaluated in two weeks. It's over a month since then. We're talking like probably five, six weeks since then. Six weeks. And uh, we still don't really have any clarity. He has not been made available to talk to us. We've been asking Chauncey and whoever about it at practice. And they've all just kind of said the same thing, that he's been doing more, that he's looked good. But it just depends on... You know, when he feels comfortable, when the staff feels comfortable. I have I have enjoyed they've they've been going out of their way to try to make you know, to try to try to have it be a shared responsibility thing in uh-huh. the public uh you know, comments about it, even though it's 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 very obvious kind of what's going on because uh, some we, we asked Chauncey today whether mm-hmm. it's up to him whether he when he plays and Chauncey said, well, no, it's a collective thing. But then, like, he walked it back, like, two minutes later and said that actually, you know, whenever Gary tells them he's ready to go, they'll put him out there. So it's 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 very clear now that it's really just, you know, it's up to him. It's, when it's on Gary. Yeah. And it, I don't I don't know what, what that means or, you know, I, I it would be help. This is where it would be helpful if he was made available to us to talk to so we could ask him about this himself because I don't think. And we have asked. Can, we've asked for him. Yeah, we've 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 tried to get him and it it's been declined and by they're not breaking any rules by not having him talk to us by rule the players are only required to be made available once after they have a surgery he talked at media day and he talked uh, like beginning of november so mm-hmm. they aren't breaking any rules by not having no. him talk to us but it certainly would it, it would it would help with the messaging whatever 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 they're trying to put out about it i think it would help if he was able to talk himself that's the thing is I think if nothing else, Gary being made available to at least because there there have been multiple reports both from Shans, Shams and, and Chris Haynes yeah about his, his the the mental aspect of it all uh huh and I think Gary just coming out or being made available to come out and say hey uh it's just it's weird to go through it's yeah. it, like I'm a guy who like my job is to blow up screens. My job is to be incredibly aggressive at the point of attack. And I need to feel a hundred percent comfortable mentally in my body, knowing I can trust that because I made this first real contract in my NBA career off my body being basically a defensive missile. And him just saying that, look, I think would probably extinguish some fire. Some people are going to be bad no matter what. Some people are going to equate this to Festus Cecily, no matter what. Some people are going to equate this to Pau Gasol, no matter what. I don't think this is that. No, I don't it's, think this is it's that one not day. because first of all, I mean, so Powell was like a million years old when they yes. signed him and Azili had a degenerative knee condition that had, that had affected him during his time with the Warriors that they yeah. knew about when they signed him. And that was just like a depth piece anyway. That wasn't yeah. like not, neither of those are similar situations. I, I get it. I get why fans go there, but neither of those are similar situations. No, they aren't. And you know, it, I was told by multiple people that Gary would be probably ready to go around Thanksgiving. I've heard from multiple people that he's been entirely physically cleared to go, that he has been entirely physically cleared to go for weeks. And it is just him and his ability to feel comfortable in his body. And again, this is this surgery. We've, we've talked to Nas and Dame about this. Yeah, there there is a hurdle to overcome because this is where everything comes from. It's your core. I was just talking to Nas about this a couple days ago and he was he was saying that out of his his injury his major injuries that he's had the shoulder the core and then Mm -hmm. the hip thing that he's dealing with right now he's he told me that the core was actually the most painful because that just affects everything and that was the hardest one that was the hardest one to live with day to day Mm -hmm. and it's just a matter of being able to trust it 
And I would imagine that Gary securing his first real contract in the NBA wants to make sure that he can trust it 100% so that he can go out and earn one more contract. And I don't, I, I get that. Like, I, I know why people are frustrated, but at the same time, you can also be like, yeah, this guy worked his ass off for 10 years, got his first real contract, and he wants to be able to make sure that he can get one more real contract going forward. He's 30 already is the thing. Yes. He's only yeah. That's the thing people kind of forget about him is, you know, he's he's been bouncing around in the NBA and the G League for a while, mm-hmm. but he only really caught on with the Warriors last, last year. And year. Half. Yeah. And that and so that, you know, people kind of think of him as a young player because that was the first time he really, you know, had a prominent role on a team that was like doing anything and he wasn't really well known before then besides just his name being what it is and his dad being who his dad is, but he's 30. He's been around. He's got one more deal. Yeah. Like he's Probably. like He's got one more deal in him, and I understand it. So you want to make sure, right? And here's the thing. I I do expect him to make a return relatively soon. Re- I don't. What, like, I, what, whatever relative is. I'm, I'm, with, I'm with you on that. I don't think he is not going to play this season. No. I'm And I'm not. I, until they actually come out and say he's not going to play this season, I'm still under the assumption that he's going to play at some point. But as far as when that's going to be, I know that there, you know, there have been people who are guessing that he's going to play in the Charlotte game that just happened, or at some point in the last road trip, mm-hmm. or on the Golden State one that's coming up on Friday, or you know, the Detroit one after that. Like everybody is just guessing. Like the only person that knows when he's going to play is him. Like the the medical staff can say, you know, he's all clear with us. Mm-hmm. Chauncey can say, you know, I I feel good about I'm where he is. With where he's at. Yeah, yeah. Which, which he basically told us today that as soon as Gary goes to him and says, "I'm ready to go," Chauncey's all he's, on he'll board go. To, he'll throw to throw him out there. So but he did say he's going to be on a minutes restriction. I don't which, which we expect, all expect, but like uh, there's only one person that knows when he's going to play, and that's him. 